Clinical Issues by Mary J. Ogg Sharp's Injury Protocols Question. What should perioperative personnel do after experiencing a Sharps injury? Answer. After experiencing a Sharps injury, the injured team member should immediately begin first aid by washing the area with soap and water and allowing the injury to bleed freely. The severity of the injury determines the next steps. For a skin prick with a needle, personnel may cover the area with a sterile adhesive bandage strip. For a deep cut from a scalpel, a pressure dressing and additional medical treatment may be required. Healthcare organizations should have policies and procedures that outline how injured employees should seek evaluation and treatment after occupational exposures to blood or other body fluids. Policies and procedures should encourage early reporting, which may include submitting paper or electronic forms to the healthcare organization's Occupational Health Department surveillance system. They also should describe how to access follow-up care during all work hours, for example, day, evening, nights, weekends. After-hours care for an exposure may take place in a different location, for example, emergency department, than care during the day, for example, occupational health department. In an ambulatory surgery center, follow-up care may occur at a contracted provider for occupational injury services. Wherever personnel receive post-injury services, a licensed provider should perform an immediate medical evaluation and risk assessment. The provider determines the risk of exposure by considering the type of fluid, for example, blood, and the type of exposure, for example, percutaneous mucous membrane. The provider evaluates the risk of infection for all bloodborne pathogens using the available information, for example, interviews, medical records performs tests on the source patient's blood with informed consent and within the parameters of local laws and regulations, and then combines the results to determine the overall risk. Examples of high-risk exposures include deep percutaneous injuries, exposures that result in visible blood on the sharp, and exposures to recently used sharps or needles used in the source patient's blood vessel. Low-risk exposures include superficial injuries, exposures that do not result in visible blood on the sharp, and exposures to non-hollow bore needles, for example, suture needles. High-risk source patients include patients with a known infection with one or more blood-borne viruses, for example, hepatitis B virus, HPV, hepatitis C virus, HCV, HIV, and an unknown viral load and treatment status a known detectable viral load for one or more bloodborne viruses, or an unknown bloodborne virus status but known risk factors, for example, IV drug user. Low-risk source patients include patients with negative blood test results for bloodborne viruses, an infection with a bloodborne virus but with a known fully suppressed viral load, or an unknown bloodborne virus status but no known risk factors for such viruses. Hepatitis B virus, HCV, and HIV all have varying risks for transmission and interventions for post-exposure prophylaxis. Post-exposure prophylaxis treatment and follow-up depends on the results of the source patient's blood test, the type of virus, and the post-exposure risk assessment.